People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle. The name of today's episode is Hold You Down. And I feel like this is going to be a real touchy topic for me today just because I feel like I've been in situations where I've held people down and that didn't really do shit for me but end up holding me back but you know it's all a learning process and I got a a couple little things that I want to intertwine with this whole discussion so um the first thing that I want to discuss is a meme that I saw on Instagram that said sorry not sorry I've already struggled and held down a nigga before. Sorry if you missed that phase of my life, but I ain't doing that shit again. I felt that on a spiritual level because I've been in relationships where, like, I've held a person down. Like, I was there for them while they was trying to, you know, get their life together. I feel like they were trying to get to a certain place in life. Um, I feel like I put my life on hold for people. Well, I won't say for people. Like, in my previous relationship, I felt like I put my life on hold when I decided to have a child. And I kind of, you know, took the back seat and kind of just, you know, was doing my thing as a mother, thinking that was the best thing to do while, you know, my partner at the time was putting himself in, um situations where you know he could set himself up to be good or you know so I thought that it was supposed to be us or we or whatever but um and but I I do think that that ended up being a learning lesson for me just because in that relationship I just feel like I completely lost myself throughout the whole thing and my main focus was him Like, even before I even had a child, my focus was just on him. And I didn't, when I was in it, I didn't really see how detrimental it was to our situation, to me as an individual. And I touched on that before in a previous episode. I forgot the name, but it's definitely important to always, in my opinion, it's important for you to always make yourself the number one priority. I know that eventually in life, if you get married or whatever, obviously it's about the union. It's about y'all coming together as one. But even still in situations like that, I don't know. And y'all can disagree with me if y'all want to. But I just always feel like you, I don't know. Maybe that's why maybe I won't get married because I just feel like people really be out for self. Or even if you're not just out for self, I just think it's important to always make sure that you're going to be good regardless. So, um, yeah, I've definitely held people down before. Um, and it's not something that I plan to do anymore. That Like, I didn't met my hold a nigga down quota. 
for my lifetime and I'm not doing that shit no more. And it also seems like whenever you do hold a person down, when they feel like they didn't reach their peak or whatever, when they feel like they got to where they want to be, it's like, oh, <laughs> what are you doing with yourself? What are you doing with your life? I'm where I need to be. And it's not to say that you should um, feel like, you know, your success should be mine. But, I mean, don't knock the people that was there for you to help that was helping you build where you wanted to be the people that you know just made sacrifices for you big or small you know to be the person that you are you can't you can't just kick people down and act like they had like no contribution to what it is whatever it is you know what i'm saying to be wherever you are i think that's bold what else did i see um Okay, so I was looking. It's this one guy that's on Instagram. I don't know how I feel about him. He do be spitting knowledge, but then again, sometimes it be annoying to me. Like, I don't know. But he, I feel like he does spit a lot of knowledge for women. And I feel like the guys feel like he does that just to gain attention and love from women because he kind of be speaking bad on guys. But I just think as a real man, he's just, you know, speaking his truth or whatever. So I really don't want to read all of this, but y'all got to get the context and everything. So I'm going to read it. So there was something on Instagram and it said, this is why men don't marry. Um... It says that because there's nothing in it for them. What exactly does marriage offer men today? Men know that there's a good chance they'll lose their friends, their respect, their space, their sex life, their money, and if it all goes wrong, their family. They don't want to enter into a legal contract with somebody who could effectively take half of their savings, pension, and property when the honeymoon period is over. Men are wimping out by staying unmarried or being committed commitment phobes they're being smart unlike women men lose all the power after they say i do their masculinity dies too um so the guy was just saying at first like if you're expecting to lose friends respect masculinity all of that then you're not being smart by marrying her you're being dumb as hell for even being in a relationship with that person at all he said that if she's an asset then you don't lose your money your money flips with her involvement you don't lose your sex life. You lose your thought life and you stop dealing with random pussy and you choose loyal pussy. He said it takes a grown man to appreciate that. And if she takes your family after marriage, she would have taken it without it. So that ain't a marriage issue. Um, I agree with that. But that's not the part that I was <clears throat> really looking at. And the craziest part was like the comments. Um, So this is based on a person being or people being married and then getting a divorce. So this is the part that I really wanted to read. Um, so it says, this is another excuse to continue to dodge commitment. When you marry a woman, she loses her last name. She loses her figure to have kids that will carry your legacy. She spends a bulk of her time and energy raising those kids and taking care of home away from time that she could have been spending building her dream career um, so that you're free to build yours, yet she's only supposed to have access to that money as long as you feel like being with her. Um, after years, wait, hold on. After years, she can't get back. Stretch marks on her body you never ha that you never had to get. And children, she will continue being the primary caretaker 
of more than likely you think it's fair to move on scot-free to a woman that wouldn't have given you the time of day before you made the come up your ex-wife was partly responsible for and that's what i was talking about before like maybe i wouldn't putting in hard labor but you know what i'm saying don't act like i wasn't a part of holding you down taking care of your kids whatever you know what i'm saying it's a lot that comes with that and it says while the ex-wife does what starts from scratch and gets a regular job she would have had and excelled in if she hadn't wrapped her life into yours um it says nah men ain't being smart by being by staying unmarried men just think that they're being slick however if a woman is smart she'll either hold on to all those sacrifices she makes as a wife until after she becomes one or at least cut off those benefits when it becomes clear he's not ready to make that commitment p.s the woman who wrote this is married the irony and i just have to say that i agree with that like when you do stuff like that and you i mean not to say that women who well it is about people that's married but I guess I was just basing it on my situation (laughs) but I mean for both for either whatever if you in a situation where you just in a relationship or you dating somebody and you feel like you holding them down and you do all this stuff you put on all this time and all this effort you put your life on hold whatever you end up getting the short end of the stick if you marry and you put your all into your marriage and your kids and your husband and your family, and he turn around and just feel like he could leave you, you just end up with the short end of the stick. And it's just very unfortunate. But the craziest part about this was just that, like, there are so many women that experience this every day. Like, just reading all these comments, like, and just seeing how common this is. And it's just kind of sad. But, um... I mean, you can't sit there and dwell on the negative and just play the victim or whatever. I mean, obviously, it's a very unfortunate situation, um, but it is also a learning experience. So you can learn what to do and what not to do in the future. Um, obviously it's going to take some time to rebuild yourself, rebuild your family, rebuild whatever it is, but you should take that time to focus on you, yourself, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations. That's, that's one thing like, and I feel like it takes a while to really realize and understand that you need to put a hundred percent of your effort and your time into your dreams and your goals and your aspirations. Um, I feel like, especially if you like a stay-at-home mom or something like that and you don't work, if it's something that you're passionate about, you should take that time to try to perfect your craft and, you know, do your own thing and be able to, um, you know, be a boss that way. Like, because I don't want to work a nine-to-five forever. And it wasn't until just recently when I started to pursue what it is that I'm passionate about and I just think that's important for women but anyway back to these comments it's just a lot of stuff um that I feel like I could relate to that women could relate to I'll read a couple of comments I don't even know which I'm just gonna pick some random ones this one says as if a wife should not be compensated for giving up a career and a future of her own success to support his future stay home with his kids be his support while he moves up the corporate ladder building his credit and income stream to be a wife please he should be glad to pay for his success because without a wife picking him up after all those years he would still be flat on his face um 
Let's see. Da, 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 da. This lady said, bullshit. I don't even know where to start. I am starting over after being used up in a marriage that lasted over a decade. Now I'm a broke-ass solo mom who has to start over completely. This, I don't know what O-I-Y means. That must be short for something. Um, but whatever. This pisses me off. And I spent 11 years trying more and more things to be a better wife. And then I learned about abuse and narcissism and has been reduced to nothing. I had to leave. I follow all the traditional ropes and rules and I got shit. But at least I have my son. That is such bullshit. Once you've been through divorce, you don't know how women... You don't know how women lose, even if it appears like we won. Oh, I could spit fire right now. Who wrote that? <laughs> um, Let me see. This lady said, this happened to me. And you are exactly right. I'm here struggling to survive while he is out living his best life. I quit school to be his wife and mother to our kids. Just to realize after 12 years, he was having an affair for four of those years. And that's the only one I know of. I'm sure there were others. I know eventually I will be okay and will be able to enjoy life with my boys. But it definitely is hard to rebuild yourself when you thought you were building the life you wanted. Another lady says, even if you don't have kids, we are expected to keep them mentally stable and focused, physically satisfied, fed, clean home, emotionally secure in our faithfulness and affections. All of that and nothing in return is mentally and physically draining. And then these men think that they think they can say we do nothing for them. I'm going to read one more. Hmm. Okay, I don't want to make it all about the women. This looks like it might be a comment from the other side, so I don't want to be biased. It says that this post ignores the reality that some men do get shafted in divorce. People change. What they thought they liked today, they may not like anymore in the future. The woman you thought you knew and loved and married today may turn into an ice queen years from now and take a man to the cleaners without thinking twice about it on the way out. It is worthwhile to consider the significant risk prior to signing that piece of paper. And that's cool. People can change or whatever. But you still don't just hold people and leave them out to dry, especially people that held you down. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do that to people, especially people that you, quote unquote, loved or people or like, you know what I'm saying? Whether or whether it's in reverse or whatever, you don't do that to the father of your kids. You don't do that to the mother of your kids. You know what I'm saying? It's just I just feel like it's just totally distasteful and disrespectful. Um so two other things that I wanted to highlight that I feel like relate to this situation. So I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I've been following the career of a girl named Queen Naja, who actually is from, you know, the Metro Detroit area. She's in her 20s. She started off making YouTube videos with her husband at the time. Now, they're a young couple, but a lot of people was always saying that they was relationship goals and shit. And they used to be on YouTube, like, doing pranks or whatever. Also, there's a lot of money to be made, like, using social media. Like, they was making bread off YouTube videos. So, anyway, they ended up going through a very public breakup slash divorce via social media. Because, you know, just... Just like I said on that one, the episode I did a couple days ago about private relationships, whatever you choose to expose on social media is free game. Like, people could take that and run. So it's hard to have a relationship when you're in the public eye. So obviously, 
it's not cool to cheat and do all the stuff that the dude was doing, but that's the price that you pay for, you know, being in the public eye. So, because of his infidelities and all of that, it was a real public thing on, like, Instagram, Snapchat, everything. So, they, I guess they got the divorce finalized, but whatever. The point is that they're not together anymore. And, um, number one, I'm just happy for her success because she has really started to pursue her singing career because she is a singer as well. So now that she's not no longer, and they do have a son together. So now that she's no longer with him, when I tell you her life is just flourishing right now, and it's just amazing to see somebody really living their best life. Um, she has moved on. She got a dude that she's with now, and their relationship seems to be very genuine. Like number one, when you live in your best life, and when you just living off positive energy and stuff like that, that shit really shows, like, that shit seeps through your port. You can see that shit, like, you can see the happiness in her life um, compared to when she was with her husband. Um, and all of the, all of the stuff that she's went through in this time is just re- being reflected in her music. She's only come out with two singles, and I love both songs. I literally play them back to back to back to back to back to back to back, to back all day. So, um, what I wanted to say about this, though, was that, like, in her music, she talks about how, you know, he wanted to, he wanted to be a hoe. But number one, they, they young as fuck. They, I want to say they in their early to mid-20s. So, he wanted to be a hoe, as most niggas do, <laughs> and, um... You know, he he wanted to fuck with other girls, whatever, all of that. And while doing all that stuff, he was breaking her down. Like, she's talked about how he made her feel, like, insecure. Uh, she's, like, in, in her new song, Karma, she's talking about, like, he was telling her that he could find somebody better than her and all this other stuff and that... Um, he had her looking in the mirror feeling like she was disgusted with herself and just all this crazy stuff or whatever and it's like and she was also talking about don't forget about the times that you know that I held you when you cried don't forget about the times like that when we didn't have money like we was in this together and it's just like once people get money or they get a little taste of fame or whatever it is it it can be you know different situations different strokes for different folks but it's like people will really change up on you and really forget like who the fuck was there for them when they didn't have nothing or you know what I'm saying acting like you wasn't a part of the process so I don't know I just feel like that's something that I can relate to I'm pretty sure that's something that a lot of people can relate to especially based on those comments that I saw on that post and it's just funny how it all works together so I wanted to bring that situation up um but I mean look at her life now she out here flourishing Dropping songs immediately, number one on the iTunes chart. She went to the BET Awards with her new nigga this year. She signed a record deal with Capitol Records. Like, she had to go through all that turmoil and all that bad shit with the nigga that she thought that, you know, she was building a life with, had a kid with, and all that, just to find out that she had to get broken down to fucking ground zero and was in that shit hurt as fuck, but not knowing that God breaks you down to build you up 
and now she out here living her best life. So another situation that I wanted to bring up too, even though this is fictional, but I watched the first episode of Power. Thank God it's back on. They say this is a big rich town. Yeah. I just come from the poorest part. When I say I love Power, I've been watching this shit from season one, episode one. Yes, Power Fanatic. So spoiler alert it's like no i'm just playing i ain't gonna spoil it but um no this i feel like this is another situation where tasha and ghost they married she held this nigga down from day one you know what i'm saying they didn't build this lifestyle together legal or illegal whatever we built this lifestyle together we got this family whatever you done uh jeopardized everything that we have you jeopardized our family our daughter is dead all this shit for a random bitch from high school angela bell i hate angela bell this but anyways like it's so much more you know to the story and to the season and all of that but it's like it really pissed me off the way that he was treating her just a lot of the stuff that he was saying on a lot of episodes and even on this episode that just passed uh the the new episode they was arguing oh i guess it is a spoiler alert oh well um they was arguing about Tariq, little dumbass because he think he a street nigga now and um you know tasha was basically telling him that it was his fault that like all of this stuff happened all of this stuff basically happened because you stepped out. If you would have never fucked with Angela, none of this shit probably would have never happened. You know what I'm saying? So, but then he turned, I don't know, For he turned it around and said, um, like, you wasn't watching Tariq or whatever, da-da-da-da-da. And it was some other episodes where he tried to blame her for shit. And it's like, bro, you didn't got locked up, went to jail, you didn't cheated on me multiple times, um, you done broke up our family, all this stuff, but here I am still holding you down, still going through all this bullshit while you, um, in and out of court, arrested, you know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to do this for you and for our family. So it's like, niggas just really don't appreciate a good one when they got it. And that's what this episode is all about. Like holding, holding you down and you see where it gets you in real life and in fictional life. So, um, you you gotta make wise decisions in life and you definitely need to really um need to understand your worth your value in a situation i think it's important to put yourself first at all times i don't give a fuck if you if you don't agree if you feel differently that's cool put put somebody else first and see what's gonna happen you know what i'm saying you give niggas an inch they take a mile real shit so yeah i just think it's always important to have all your ducks in a row have your shit good first before you try to um overextend yourself to somebody else and be all that they need or you know what i'm saying because you ain't shit but a stepping stone you ain't shit but a stepping stone to another motherfucker and then when they step on up and get to where the fuck they need to be guess where they gonna be at holding you down with their other foot so hold yourself down you know what I'm saying? I'm not holding nobody down. Like I said earlier, I have met my hold a nigga down quota for my lifetime. Holding motherfuckers down to get you held back. And that's the reality of the situation. So, I don't usually do episodes on Sundays. But, you know, 
I just feel like all of that worked together for an episode and I wanted to discuss it. So I hope y'all enjoyed this and I hope y'all enjoyed y'all weekend. Hope y'all have a wonderful week. I'm trying to speak positivity in the air because I'm trying to have a wonderful week because I be tired of work. I be tired of motherfuckers. I be tired of white privilege. I be tired of a lot. So I'm just trying to speak positivity into the week. And I don't know. I'll catch up with y'all later with another episode later on this week. I'm out.